Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and I'll be your host for the next hour as we follow Draman, Freddy, and Thomas on their epic adventure through Elfland. Before we get back into the action, though, allow me a moment to remind you of what happened previously on the show. Last time on Stronghold, the crew woke up in the home of Harnet the Dragon Hunter. Finding the rest of the household still asleep, they embarked on an epic quest to make a breakfast of eggs and oatmeal. After their hearty meal, they decided to poke around in the abandoned manor which was once the dragon's home. Now, though, as they sift through the ashes looking for lost treasures, they are gradually becoming aware of a shadowy presence lurking in the house's dark corners. What's wrong? What's up, Drummond? Uh, I think it's haunted. Um, I don't... I thought you didn't believe in ghosts. Uh, so this wasn't a ghost, it was a shadow person. I saw a shadow person. Isn't that just a ghost? I saw a shadow person. I didn't see a ghost. So Peter Pan? I saw a shadow person. Was it your shadow? It is not my shadow. It had eyes. It looked at me. Yeah, but your shadow would have eyes. It'd have your eyes. That's not how shadows work. Thomas, have you ever seen your shadow? Not really. <laughs> what? What do we do? What do I, What do you do with that? You ever seen your shadow? No. All right. I mean, most Early of the time spring. explains a lot. Early spring. <laughs> um, no, it was not a shadow. I mean, have you ever like stared at your shadow and looked for eyes? No. I can honestly say no. I have not. That's that's my point. It's not I like I'm in here. in depth looking at my shadow. It, Maybe it was your shadow the first time you stared into its over eyes. There. Was it like on the ground or was it like up in your face? It was uh, standing up in a corner, in a, in a shadowy area. So it wasn't like a shadow cast on the floor. No, it was like a like a shadow person. Did you try to like a person covered in shadow? No, like a person that was made of shadow. Ah. I Maybe think we're magic. having a little breakdown. Can you show us the shadow person? Do I see anything with my detect magic? Not right now. Right now, you all are upstairs in that second room along the hallway. And, Freddy, you're not picking up a whole bunch of magic anything, actually. This is just a pretty mundane room. I can go check with my detect magic. Uh, You should. Um, It was right about over there. Uh, you'd have down. to go like out to the stairs to find it. Yeah, show me. I'll walk with you. I I lead him over, but I'm pretty hesitant to go in that area again. Once you're so the top of the stairs, if you look out and immediately down, that's where you saw that shadow person. Okay. Yeah, I'm very hesitant to go over there, so I will go out and kind of gesture in that direction. Like, yeah, go check it out, Freddy. Okay. I'll walk out that way. You walk out to the landing at the top of the stairs and Uh, You look down to where he told you this alleged shadow person was to be found. Make your perception check. You're not really backing me up here, DM. This alleged shadow person. Twelve. 
I'm going to search for it too. When you look straight down to the area indicated, you don't see anything. And as you scan the rest of the room, it just looks like the like the shadowy hall that you had investigated a few minutes before. Nothing pops out to your eyes or to your magical senses. I think you're seeing stuff, Jarman. I, well, I saw something. I did see something. All right. But there's, it, there's nothing there. It was there. I swear it was. There's nothing magic. There's, I don't see anything. Let me take a look at it, guys. 25. Jeez. What? On a perception check? Yeah, I get plus five to perception. I'm All right. Drama's plus seven. Yeah. Dang. I still get plus two. So you you look into all of these corners, and in none of the corners do you see any smoke people appear, any shadow people appear, but standing in between two of the windows through which is shining morning light, you see materialize just out of the darkness for a brief moment a figure. A man, about five and a half to six feet tall, decent build. It looks like he is wearing something hard to make out, moderately bulky though. Could be an armor of some sort, could be a helmet perhaps on his head. And he is looking directly at you for the brief moment that he exists. And his eyes are so very real. Hey, and then it dissipates into the air once again. What's the Shadow Man about like five, five, like five and a half feet to six feet tall? Yeah. H- yeah. A little bit you, bulky. How'd you know? With very creepy staring lifelike eyes. Yeah, that were definitely not uh, shadow eyes. We gotta go. Do you see it? <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> this place is haunted. I don't, I don't see I anything. Don't. <laughs> Hold you. Guys, go. calm down. There's we, we gotta go. Guys, there's nothing here. Dude, there is there something is. here. There's Did I nothing see it here. Just You're just not using your eyes. Um, we gotta go. So you said you were hanging back yeah, yeah, from yeah. the from the place where you yeah. saw him, uh-huh. which I interpreted to mean you're not going out onto that landing yeah. at all. You're yeah. standing in the doorway. Oh, so he, he's on the exact same place. No. Oh, okay. So I'm in a different place. Oh, okay. But the two of them left this upstairs hallway, sure. and they got on the landing that looks out over the, the hall, sure. right? Yeah. And they scanned the darkness, whereas you did not go out yeah. onto the landing because it was so close to where you had seen the shadow figure the first time. You stayed in the upstairs hallway and gestured them to go look on their own. So I would say no, you did not see them. Well, I'm already shook enough <laughs> from him. Guys, there's nothing here. Freddy. Look, two of us saw the same Freddy. guy. Freddy. Yeah, but I don't yeah. trust either of your guys' mental capacity. You just called us dumb. You no. what? You, you just, just called us terrified dumb. of ghosts, and you've been breaking down for the past Look, month and a half. I even told him that I thought he was seeing his own shadow, but then I see the exact same thing that he saw. Okay, calm down. Calm down. I, there has to be an explanation. It's not let's magic. Burn the rest of this house. It's down. not magic or anything. If we Why? get rid of the house, there's no ghosts. Why is it not calm. magic? I don't. Because I'm not picking anything up. Okay, that just means it's unnatural. It might be. That means it just needs to be burned to the ground. No, that that's not going to help it. That's not going to do anything. Got to get rid of it. I'm going to yell out. I'm going to walk down the stairs and kind of yell out, "Shadow, hey, <laughs> Shadow." <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> Spirit uh, be gone from this house. Shadow person, 
if you're here, yeah, you can sage. you? Uh, I'd like to talk, maybe, or um, see how you're doing. Are Are you here? Hello. Your voice reverberates off of the stone walls and stone floor of this place, and is the only response that you get. Yeah. See, Drummond. guys, there's nothing here. Thomas, can you still see him? Man, nudge Drummond. Do you have like any sage or anything to get rid of deadly <laughs> spirits? No, that's not something that I normally carry around. Do you because... have something to like get rid of ghosts? Thomas, can you still see him? Like burn a building down, get rid of ghosts. Thomas, Just can you sec. still see him? I'm gonna look again for him. Okay. That would be fourteen. Actually, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you do see him. And he is very close to Freddy. <laughs> Freddy, come back to me. He's standing. There's nothing actually, here between you and Freddy. He's, he's behind Freddy's back as Freddy. Freddy shouts into the void. Freddy, he's behind. And he you. looms drop to the floor as tall. If he's not. behind me. I sweep my hand behind me. See if I can hit anything. And you pass through air. There's nothing there. He was looming over you. Like, I am pale and, like, ashen now. I am terrified of this. There's nothing. Guys, there's nothing I'm going to pull here. out Farnell's blade, and I'm going to get, like, in, like, a blocking stance ready. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fair. You're, you're is, ready. Is, if it's a magic sword, it's got to kill ghosts, too. Okay. There's nothing here, though. Oh, there is. Guys. Drama, do you have anything to get rid of spirits? No. Yeah, turn undead. Uh, yeah, but I, it's a spirit. You wouldn't know to ask. Do you have turn undead? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah, my, my bad, my bad. I'm metagaming. Bad, bad calling. Okay, is there? <laughs> you said he's made out of shadow, right? Yeah, I'm gonna cast fire in my hands to see if I can dissipate shadows. I'm gonna around see, me. I'm gonna see if he's still there. <laughs> okay. Uh, gonna, he he dissipated when the arm passed through him. Yeah, I'm gonna see if where he is. I'm so gonna I try to him? find him again. Sure, go ahead and make your roll. Nine. You cannot see him. He Drum. either has not reappeared, or you just can't make him out against Drum. the shadows. Help me find this man. Again. Yeah, I'm not about this. I am not yeah, about. Like, help this me at find all. this. There's nothing here, guys. Let's move Why upstairs. are you freaking um, out? You said something about fire in your hands. Yes. Okay. Um, to try to dissipate shadows. I mean, yeah, they the flames that <laughs> good old flammable that shadows are that are produced in your hands. They do cast light in all directions, and uh, I mean, there's still certainly plenty of shadows in this place. That's why we need to burn this place to the ground, Freddy. We are not burning this place. This is that. not ours to burn. Let's burn it to the ground, Pookie. <laughs> if, you get, if you do that, you get rid of all the shadows in the building. We're not doing that. Did you guys find anything else in that other room? No, nothing. Actually, or did you not even me. make it there? Uh, listen, <laughs> actually, we didn't even search that room, did we, Drummond? We both saw the ghost. <laughs> we saw Spooky Boy, and that's it. How about you, guys, how about come you try on, to, you guys are adventurers. Look, come on, you try to this. actually look for him. I have been actively looking for no, him. Make another try. perception check, Freddy. Sixteen. Over by the fireplace, you see. Two eyes appear. They stare at you, and you see the head that they are resting in turn to stare at your friends up at the top of the stairs. 
before melting away back into the darkness. I pooped myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like, holy crap! Freddy, why are you so pale now? You guys weren't joking. Yeah! I saw him twice! Understatement of the century. Let's get out of here. Yeah, so let's burn this place to the ground. No, I'm not burning this place to the ground. And you're not burning this place to the ground. How about we look at that last room first, then we leave. Okay, you guys go look. I'm staying right here, trying to keep an eye on him. Nope, let's group up. I'm gone. I've left. (laughs) You ran back down the stairs, or you jump out the window? I (laughs) (laughs) do. No, drop it. Follow me. We need to... Stay as a team. Let's search that last room, then we're out. I really don't want to. Let's do it. I really don't want Let's to. Let's do it. I really don't want Guys, to. Guys, go. I, I got fire in here. I'm trying to keep all the shadows away. Fire's going to protect us from Spirit Boy over there? <laughs> I mean, you don't know. <laughs> My arm the... went right through him. I, I, he might have a I spirit knife. Spirit knives probably hurt us a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to take that chance. Go check We that. don't got spirit armor. Go check the room. Our I mean, Draman might. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. Now's a good time to test to see if your armor is spirit get a, armor. I'm going to get a second torch and hand it to Draman. Okay. So we can make like a little bubble of light. I'll cast light on... Are you wearing a helmet, Thomas? No, I have a torch. I'm fine. Yeah, but light is a different kind of light. All right. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't think I am wearing a helmet. No, you wouldn't be. No. You're wearing like what? Studded leathers? No, I'm wearing a breastplate. Oh, yeah. That doesn't come with. But I do have a cloak, so I'm just like... I cast light at the tip of your sword. Okay, so I do have the... Uh, I'm wielding the, the new sword. So I'm going to try and cast Continual Flame on the sword. Okay. Uh, roll your d100. Uh, 29. A little flame starts and flickers <laughs> up the sign and dissipates. Okay. It's an action, so you think I could try it again? Sure. Okay, one more time. 90. You're right. <laughs> He's revving up his spell. <laughs> Why won't you start, Flame? Why won't you start? 71. Yeah. What do you got a spell um, to... It, it, this takes the full six seconds to really start up and get going. It just sparks at first and little tongues of flame here or there but eventually it does get going in full swing and this new sword the one that you were given by harnet correct yes it does eventually catch flame along its entire length and i am holding that out at arm's length just like brandishing it around at any uh any shadow that any you any think you saw move I, yeah because i'm doing the same thing with my torch All i'm right. like get back you watch out now <laughs> Uh, and we do the back to back drumming. Okay, as we're walking you guys up, are nerds. <laughs> That's fine. We're just um, scared. <laughs> you arrive at this last doorway. Safe and nerds. Inside is we're not proud, but we are safe. <laughs> <laughs> so you arrive at this doorway, and inside is just darkness, illuminated by the flickering light of your torch. Thomas and your flaming sword, Draman. And again, you see in all of these different corners furniture that has been completely and utterly destroyed. It looks much grander. This was fancy stuff back in the day, and it is less 
burnt. You can still see some actual wood grain there. It's not just completely charcoal at this point. You can see a bed and a large wardrobe dresser. And at the foot of the bed, a chest that looks to be in fairly decent condition. It too bears significant scorch marks, but in the areas that haven't been burned, you can see still remain carvings etched into the surface. You can't quite make out what, but you can see that it it still has even flecks of paint, maybe flowers or forest scenes. I'm going to scan the room for Mr. Spooky Ghost Man. All right. 25. Oh, yeah, you see him. <laughs> Where is he? He is directly on the opposite end of the room as you. Drop he went up Torch him. Torch him. And Torch him. I mean, do and I see him? The... I mean, as soon as he gets pointed out, yes. I'm going to ping him. <laughs> My God. He's there. Get him. Enemy sighted. <laughs> Torch him. <laughs> so he is directly on the other side of the room. You see him even in spite of the darkness, illuminated partly by the flames of your, of your sword drum and, and the torch, and partly just looking... A little more substantial, a little more permanent, and he doesn't dissipate as the moment goes on. And he is exactly opposite that chest of you. It lies directly in the middle. Cursed item, say what? <laughs> Cursed item, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> I hold my sword out in front of me. I'm gonna throw the torch at him. <laughs> I'm. Well, you did see him first. Yep. Is that your gut reaction? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, as I'm throwing, that's how he draws the there. enemy. <laughs> All right. Uh, your torch uh, spirals through the air, end over end, and lands in a heap of charcoalified wood, completely unidentifiable at this point. But none of it seems to catch even the slightest bit of flame. And with the light coming up from very close to underneath him, you can see this spectral figure so much better now, Draman. And you have no doubt that he is there. Don't like that. Um, I hold my sword out in front of me. And I speak to it. I say... What are you, and what do you want? And it makes no response by movement or sound. Drama. take a threatening step towards it Drama. and say, Who are you? What are you? What do you want? And it makes no response Drama. by movement or sound. Watch it. I'm going to check the chest. Uh, I, I mean, I'm watching it. Get my back. Back to back to the chest. Butt to butt. To back to back. To chest. No, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna be facing the chest. <laughs> okay. You're gonna be butt to front to chest. Yeah, you're gonna be on the front, and we're gonna be butt to butt, back to back. Okay, so the chest, <laughs> the chest, and the specter are in the same direction, perfectly. 
If you walk to the chest, you will be staring him in the eyes the entire way. And it is only once you turn to look at the chest itself, once you arrive there, that you will not be looking directly in his direction. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be choking down my fear because I want to know what's in the chest. Okay. You get closer and closer. This room is not particularly large, only about 20 feet on a side. I'm not going to be like walking towards him and be kind of like shuffling my feet. Okay. Go you, ready. You're shuffling through. Ready to swing. <laughs> you're shuffling through years and years of accumulated dust and ash and soot, leaving these, <laughs> these plow trails of <laughs> footsteps in your wake. And it doesn't move as you get closer and closer and eventually come directly to the chest. Is there a latch on the chest? There once, a long time ago, was a strap of leather that looks like it affixed it, but you don't see anything holding that together anymore. I'm going to nudge it open with my foot. It's a, it's a sizable thing. It looks like it could be about the size of a bench, even. All right, then I guess I'll just open it. I'll okay. Over it. Um, I got your back. Got my butt. With your eyes turned down to the chest, even for this brief moment, you're not the first one to see this. Draman, it is you who are the first one to see this. As Thomas's hand touches the lid of the chest, the, the smoky man moves with incredible speed directly at Thomas and seems to reach out with him with an incorporeal hand to touch him. Uh, I, I, Everyone roll initiative. I'm uh, still downstairs. I don't get like a reaction? No, because this, in, in rule game, or in game rules, this is a reaction. He readied his. Do I still roll initiative even though yes, I'm downstairs? Please. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> oh, stupid. Did I hear them scream? <laughs> Did you scream? Everyone? We haven't screamed yet because he's. I, a, I probably sh- would have yelled as I thought he. Thomas yelled when he saw the ghost in the. Oh car. yeah, I did. I went. He's there as I'm throwing the torch. Um. Make a perception check, please. Actually, I didn't say he's there. I went Drummond there. Going. Fifteen. Yeah, you heard. So could I have been running up the stairs in the hallway when initiative started? Sure. I'll put you 30 feet away from the door. You got to the top of the stairs and into the beginning of that second floor hallway. Okay. I was worried about my, my mates. All right. Drummond, what is your initiative? Six. Yikes. Ten. Freddy? 23. What? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled okay. a 20. Plus so nine. the first thing that happens is that this haunting presence leaps directly at you, Thomas, hand outstretched, trying to grab you, perhaps? Stop you? Who knows? And would you tell me your AC, please? 17. And as that hand passes through you, you feel it it take away health and life and vitality itself. And you take 23 damage. Yikes. Screaming out in pain. As it passes out of you, as it leaves you, it leaves you icy and cold and somewhat numb. In fact, it doesn't really hurt. It just drains. Freddy, it's your turn. 
you can hear the scream of Thomas. And it is hauntingly pathetic as it it starts out as a much more full-bodied scream as it ends closer to a whimper. Do I know it's Thomas? Oh, yeah. You recognize it as Thomas's voice. Thomas! I go sprinting down the hallway into the room. You see the specter and Thomas immediately next to each other and very close to the box. And about five feet closer to you from them is Draman. And you are... In the doorway, right? Or am I in the room? This is at the doorway. All right. I'm going to cast True Strike on the specter. Okay. Um, Its weakness is magical things i guess so no specific spot just magical things um center of mass and center mass center of mass got it that was way more prepared than the other one <laughs> oh uh um hit him in the belly the technically advi- it's the same thing the advice is always just hit him like just hit him <laughs> what do you want stop calling hit him me in the big- <laughs> lose my number <laughs> Hit him in the big toe. New new phone. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> new universe. New guiding bolt. Who dis? <laughs> All right. New um, true strike. Yeah. Uh, I guess hit him in the part that looks most real. Get him into squishy bits. So the eyeball. Since everything else looks like shadow. Sure. I, I guess. All right. Bye. Bye. So that's your thing. It is going to go again. Don't like, don't like that. Don't like that at all. It's going to take its turn. And Thomas. You see its second shadowy claw arc. Shadowy mittens. Arc through the, the flickering light. And you're able to dodge out of its way as it passes well by you. It's your turn. All right. So as I'm dodging at it, in response, I'm going to swing. Okay. What are you using? I'm using my uh, Farnell's Blade. Okay. 15. You hit. It passes through the smoky form that this has taken, but you can tell that the the blow lands. It is effective as the creature makes its first noise ever, emitting a loud and bone-chilling shriek. All right. Six. Okay. Drama, it is your turn. Me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and cast a spell. Okay. Rolling your D100. 51. Nope. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, how long does that take? Does it take the full time when I try and cast a spell and it doesn't work? Um. Well, since I have described it before as taking up to the full amount of time, uh-huh. yes. Okay. Um. So I'm going to take my feature to take a, a attack as a bonus action. Okay. And what weapon are you attacking with? The longsword that you got from Barnet? Yeah. Okay. The on-fire one. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, It's going to be a... uh, It's a 17 to hit. You definitely hit, and you hear another screech, just as loud as the first. 12 total damage. All right. Freddy, it's your turn. I'm going to firebolt it right in the eyeball. Okay. 23. All right. So, yeah, you definitely hit. That's 10 damage. 
Okay. And then I'm going to cast or use two sorcery points okay. to cast Firebolt again as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, make your next attack. 16. Hits. 10. And again, with both of these, you hear more screeching, loud, piercing, down into your soul. Does he seem to be weakened at all? How do you mean? Like, does he look hurt? He still looks like smoke, mist, shadow. So he's just been screaming and he just looks the same. He looks the same, yes. Okay. There's surprisingly little wear and tear to actually occur for incorporeal ghosts. What happened to his eyeball? It looks the same. Okay. All right, Thomas. Another another hand comes out of the shadows, reaching for you once again. We call my old damage sponge. You really shouldn't be, but it misses you. You are able to deflect its path using Farnell's blade, which makes it your turn. All right, so as I'm deflecting it, mm-hmm. I'm going to be casting ensnaring, ensnaring Strike. Are you using this sword one-handed or two-handed? Two-handed, because I already threw my torch. All right, perfect. Yeah, so it is 19. You hit. All right, so as I'm hitting him, a thorny mass of vines appear underneath him. He needs to succeed on a strength saving throw. Tell me the damage first, please. It doesn't deal any damage. What it does is it pins him if he fails a strength saving throw. Okay. Oh, the damage of my attack? Yes. All right. That would be 10 damage. All right, and once again, it's a it's a good blow straight through the center of this shadowy mass, and he screeches his howl of pain or rage, and these vines, weeds that had grown along the floor, they spring up in new vicious growth, trying to entangle him, but they pass through his non-existent form and fall back to the ground. All right. That's that's all I can do. Okay. Drummond. I'm going to try to cast a spell again. <laughs> okay. Twenty-five. It doesn't take. Okay. What so spell were you trying to cast? Spirit Guardians. Okay. All right. I'm going to do the bonus tech thing. How many times can you do that? Five. Okay. <laughs> uh, equal equal to my cleric level. Okay. Um. That's a, a 19 to hit. It hits. The uh, That's 13 damage. Okay. Another screech as you land a blow in his very vague and poorly defined <laughs> mass. Freddy. I'm going to magic missile him. Okay. With a third level spell slot. So that's five dice. Okay. 13. 13? Missiles just smashing into the, the shadowy mist. And each one impacts him as though he were a fully real, fleshed out person. He is rolling so poorly, Thomas. You. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. I, you don't understand how lucky I am that you. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. He has rolled. Single digits on every one of his last three attacks for except you? for the one that almost killed me. Yeah, except for that one. <laughs> that one, he did get to the drop on you there. Uh, but no, he he reaches out to attack you once again and once again with your nimbleness, your agility, and that fancy cloak you got. He his hand passes through where you 
just were missing you completely. Cool. So as I'm responding, I'm going to use Hunter's Mark. Okay. Which is I just mark a target in my line of sight because I can see him. And when it's on my next attack roll, I get a 1d6 and I get any advantage to try to find my target. Okay. Um, like perception and survival and stuff in the last okay. up to an hour. Cool. Alright. So This is a bonus action, right? Yes. Okay. So I cast that and then I'm going to swing in response to him. Okay. Fifteen. You strike him. Thirteen? You strike him and the the howl once again erupt and he flickers for a moment. But is still there. Draman. It's your turn. I'm just going to attack him. Okay. Get it. <laughs> uh, that's uh, 10. You should have hit. You pass through the space that he occupies, but it just doesn't land. That's spooky. And you are swinging at air. Freddy. I'm going to magic missile him again. Okay. Third level again? No, just a second level. Okay. Okay. Your four bolts hit it one after another, shaking his smoky non-body as though it were an actual body. How is this dude not dead yet? For what it's worth, he does flicker upon each hit. Every bolt makes him flash into an incredibly brief non-existence. All right. As he is flickering... Continuing even after the last bolt hits him, he reaches out now with two hands to try to grab you, Thomas. And his hands, you feel them pass through your breastplate. And that same feeling of complete bodily decay grips you once again. As... He does 19 damage. All right. I drop to the floor with a whimper. Woo! And go ahead. Oh, I guess since you're unconscious, you would fail. A... No, make a constitution saving throw for me. Eight. All right. Until you complete your next long rest, your hit point maximum has been reduced by 19. Oh, my God. You pooped yourself. <laughs> All his organs are now outside his body. Thomas, you are unconscious once again. Uh, it is your turn, so roll me a constitution saving throw. Five. You have failed your first death saving throw. We need to start getting some potions or something to heal Thomas. I just need to be able to roll better. <laughs> Drama, it is your turn. Okay. Um. Do you have any healing spells? Uh, I don't. I have none. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to try and uh, I'm going to get to him. And the first thing I'm going to do is try casting a spell that takes an action. Okay. So what I'm going to attempt to do, just to make sure you're cool with this, is attempt to cast a spell that takes an action. If that does not work, I'm going to attempt to cast a spell that takes a bonus action, since I haven't cast it. 
Is that okay? Yeah, I'll grant it. Okay, all right. Seventy-eight. It works. All right, you're stabilized. I was sp- I was spared the dying. Um, so I'm then gonna use my bonus action thingy and turn and attack the thing. Okay. So what does spare the dying do? That means I don't have to make any saving throws. Yeah, yes, you are stabilized. Zero, zero, hit, uh, zero hit points, but stabilized. <clears throat> Woo! Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely a hit. That's a 27. You certainly hit. Uh, tw- 12? Yeah, 12 damage. Again, it feels like you're swinging through air, but there must be just enough connection because as your sword passes through, the thing disappears in a puff of smoke. And from where you are, from your perspective, it looks less like the dematerialization that you had seen in the other room when it simply vanished. This looked more like disintegration. It looked like it fell apart. Does it make any sounds when that happens? Like the screeches that it did before? Yes, but a more fading screech. And you are left, all of you, here in this dark room, still illuminated only by a torch and a flaming blade, and the shadows remain deep and spooky, even though the presence is gone. Okay. Uh, are we still on initiative? No. Okay. Um. I'm passed out on the floor. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's covered in soot and ash, and just looks pretty grungy. All we around. should now look like sickly. We should get him out of here before that thing attacks us again. I open the chest. You open the chest. I open the chest. Nothing attacks you when you open the chest, and when you look inside, you see a suit of armor. It is. <laughs> it is. Probably the most elvish thing you have ever seen it is completely made out of bronze and is still shining brightly and even in what little light there is it is completely untarnished thomas from the grave dips (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay and it comes with a helmet and a breastplate pauldrons greaves and van braces so bits for your arms bits for your legs bits for your shoulders Bits for your chest, bits for your head. And it is, all of these pieces are laying down in a box, which on the inside looks untouched by the ravages of time and laying on a cloth of, looks very similar to satin. I can take the the armor back if you want to grab Thomas. Yeah, I, one of I us can't, have to carry him. I can't carry him. Um. Yeah, okay. No, uh, so just... In there, uh, take a look around inside there. Make sure there's nothing else, right? Just that's a, that's everything suit. that's in the chest. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want to take it, I'm going to uh, toss Thomas over my shoulders. Okay. And uh, you do so. I tail it out of here. Yeah. Slowly trudge. As you... Low tail. Low tail. Low tailing. We take the armor and the big boy. As you low tail it out of here, you see no traces of spookery in any corners. And you make it back out into the light of the courtyard where the tall grass scratches at your pant legs and at your, the hem of your toga. And you can see through the, through the gateway into the 
town's main square that there are people about. It's about eh, getting close to midday. Let's say 1030 to 11 ish. Okay, uh, we need to take Thomas back to uh, a place that he can get better. So we need to bring him back to where we were before. Um, so the the beds. Yeah, we can okay. take him back there. See if there's any elven healers or something. As you exit the gateway and find yourself once again in the town square, and as you walk to the hunting hall, the people who notice you stop and stare. Are you screaming medic the whole way? They they point at you and they start talking to one another in worried voices. And you reach the doors to the hunting hall and you go inside and it is once again populated by people who are just starting to have breakfast. And you smell eggs and bacon and you smell oatmeal cooking and you see that the honey has been found. But as you step in, the people, they turn to look at you. And as soon as they see you, they all fall silent instantly. And you see Harnett sitting at the same table he was sitting at yesterday. And he gets up quickly, nearly knocking the chair over behind him. And he strides towards you with long, determined, quick steps. Give me a perception check. Doesn't have to be high. Uh, 19. And you see a hand on the hilt of his sword. Oh, actually way higher than 19. But... Forgot to add your plus 7 to that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 26 for you, Don. And you see... <laughs> and you definitely see that his hand is on the hilt of his sword. Seen in sixty sixty vision. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. I think that's the same as twenty twenty. And right? he begins shouting at you in Elvish, as everyone remains silent. How much of that do I get? Yeah, do we recognize him? Well, um, what well, I was gonna say it doesn't matter. He's not wearing it. It seems you have made a grave error of some sort. Something along the lines of what were you thinking? You've heard Lynn say that before. <laughs> probably a lot. Thomas that's probably the phrase that we mostly got. Mostly at Freddy. No, that's also a phrase that Thomas knows very well, too. Uh, we, we got, that was the first coherent phrase we got down, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, pear. That and pear. Pear, pear is not a phrase. <laughs> pear is so a phrase. Pear, yes. <laughs> pear, no. Pear, no. Uh, he, is, he is nearly purple in the face. And he is just shouting at you, getting faster at every moment and gesturing at you, gesturing in the direction of the manor, gesturing at, at, at Thomas, at the armor, at Freddy. We need to get him to a bed, Drummond, and then we can try to communicate with him. Uh, Lap me on the table. <laughs> uh, so I'm no, we're nicer than that. attempting to communicate that we don't know what we did wrong. We are sorry our friend almost died. Look at him. I think this is going to take a, a diplomacy or Yeah. Yeah, this will take a diplomacy check for sure. Sure. What is that? It's thrown an amulet um, at him. Don't don't we have diplomacy? Per no. Persuasion? From the least charismatic character in the group. All right. 
and in the wrong language. <laughs> or uh, a faltering sort of their own language. Nat 20. 21. <laughs> <laughs> <Cuck> it, nerds. <laughs> Sometimes, when it counts, you pull out the good rolls. Sometimes it'd be like that. I guess it would be persuasion, right? Yeah, that's what you just rolled. Okay. And he closes his mouth, and he purses his lips in barely suppressed rage, and he steps out of your way so that you can head in the direction of the rooms that you stayed in last night. Go, go, go. We gotta go. Yeah. Gesture. Prefer to come and go. And you see not only his, but the eyes of everyone in the entire room follow you the entire way until you pass out of sight. Can I do a, once we lay him in bed, can I do I I don't even know if it works like this, since I have no healing spells, Mm -hmm. can I do a medicine check to see if I can like clean his wounds and try to get him? Well, I don't have any visible wounds. That's normally. that's true. Medicine check is normally to stabilize somebody. Yeah. It does say to stabilize, but I was just wondering if. I, I can heal him. Uh, well, I can try. <laughs> Gotta pray hard. <laughs> All the blood vessels in your, your neck just start popping out. You feel better yet? <laughs> it was just like that when was I was... Some <laughs> Edward Elric shit. It's like when I was trying to give you magic out of uh That's how I imagine body. the way on hands is like, you just go... I was like... Yeah. Way on hands! Pray slap, pray lay, slap. Lay on hands is, I think, like the Mr. Miyagi thing yeah. where he does this. You <laughs> Get healed, boy. Wax on, wax off. Be healed. It's like paddles. Yeah. Clear. Clear. No, you cannot okay. use that. <laughs> that was a it was worth a shot. That was a delay. Yeah, so I imagine your uh, no. spare the dying was like, you're just like... Clear. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take the necklace off of Thomas though, so we can give it to. Uh, I have a spare one in my bag. I'm not gonna go ruffling through your bag. No, like I'm a not, better friend. It's than not that. like in my bag. It's like tied to the outside of it. Oh, okay. I'll grab that one then. Okay. And Dramon, are you coming with me back out of the room? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna come with him. And we'll hand that to Hornet or Harnet. To see hornet. if, uh, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> he's a murder hornet. <laughs> well, he's about to be a murder hornet. I give him the necklace. And he takes it and he throws it away. Yeah, that's fair. All right. And he points at the torque on your neck. Take it and hold it out to him. And he takes it quite angrily from you. And he's not even speaking at this point. And you go back, even when you returned to the the main room, there was there was no talking above hushed whispers. And once you returned, they ended quickly. I totally forgot I had that thing on. He did it. Daisies. He did it. <laughs> Probably took like a status symbol from him. He's <laughs> <laughs> just casually wearing it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do we remember about the story regarding the manor thing? That's where, um, what's it called? That's where they lived, right? That's mm-hmm. where they lived, and then uh, their father, Maybe it was his the dad. Dragon King. Mm-hmm. Was it his dad? And then what happens? He got turned into a dragon by his greed, and then mm-hmm. bursted out, and then burned down the manor. Mm-hmm. And then he took all his horde with him. Mm-hmm. 
So that's so it must so, have been his dad's symbol of not then authority. The dragon took all of the dragon's things with him. So that's Harnets. And Harnets. it was found in the room with the bunk beds. That's true. You're just casually wearing Harnets stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who it belongs to. Didn't they have a brother or something that died? Har- they have many siblings. Or one that specifically died in the they did. Oh, so that was brother. the shout, shadow, the shouter. Did we? Just killed his ghost. <laughs> did, <laughs> we just killed his brother. Did we just ghost busted his ass? Did, <laughs> did, whoopsies! Uh, did I do that? <laughs> did, well, did I kill look, him? Look, he he doesn't know that he's dead, no! right? Oh no! We walked. We we walked in with his armor. Yeah, I think he, pro- <laughs> he probably knows that you um, can't yeah, get the stuff. Actually, that's a very good point. Where is the armor? What did you do with it? I left it in the room with Thomas, but I wrapped it in the. You said it was like in a blanket, right? Yeah, it was in a. It's cloth. all wrapped Set up in cloth. Like they they wouldn't have even seen it unless they knew what it was in the blanket. Unless they in. recognize the cloth, right? That's fine. Did did they recognize it? You guys better watch my armor. <laughs> I died for that. Uh, we better be watching you. Hey. They might come in and still try to kill you. Oh no, I'm fine as long as I live and I get to get that armor. Yeah, but if they kill you, then you're, you're gonna not have to take. <laughs> you're gonna have to take one of those two things. You get or, the armor, or you well, live. If I die, then I don't need the armor. But if they take the armor, someone's gonna die. You. <laughs> yeah. Probably commit so, seppuku. You just got the torque taken away from you angrily. Harnet is mad to the point of speechlessness and not quite as purple in the face. Um, just, just rage behind his eyes and in every, every line of his face. Do I know any of the words to like ask for a, a healer or medic? You can make or... an intelligence check to find out. Make another okay. diplomacy check. <laughs> Draw them and go. I only got one of those in me. An eight. Uh, no, you don't know the word for healer or medic or anything along those lines. I'm going to say it in our language to see if they might might know. And he... And like gesture shakes for his like head. bandages and things like he that. He shakes his head. He points back in the direction of the rooms where you've been staying. And then he stalks away. Oh, he mad. Just, you're just, <laughs> you're just getting that now. Well, I mean, I knew he was and mad, he goes but like he's real mad. Yeah. And, and he leaves. You see him exit <clears throat> and then slam the front door to this place. Draman, do you know the word for healing or healer? Uh, you can make an intelligence check to find out. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> so we're screwed. Well, never mind. I can't say that. Thank I'm you. unconscious. Uh, I'm a potato. I'm going to go grab the necklace that Harnet threw. Okay. And run downstairs to see if anyone will put it on. 
Um, you're in, you're downstairs in the main room right now. Okay. And as you go over to fetch the necklace on the floor, you notice that they stay away from you. They move out of your way to leave a 10 or 15 foot distance between them and you. This is not good. We no. messed up real bad. We're in trouble. Um, I think we maybe should just leave them alone. Do you want to, should we go see if we can get Modril? Should we interact with anybody else right now? What about the dude that can actually talk to us? Rukail. Rukail. We need someone to come heal Thomas. Translate? Up. Yeah. <sighs> maybe Unless you think your spells are working. I can try them over and over again. We got time. Uh, I I think maybe that we should go... What what uh what what time of day is it? It's nearing midday. Midday. Maybe we go take a trip out to see if we can uh talk to Modril and Ruhail. Um and then if that doesn't work out, we'll come back and spend the rest of the time trying to heal him. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. <sighs> and try not to piss anybody else off. Yeah. <laughs> like we could make it worse, I guess. So on our way there, we are like the most polite people in the entire world. There's no opportunity for you to be polite. They <laughs> avoid you like you are the plague. Like you're not only the plague, but like the unpopular plague. Yeah. Like you're the plague, but you're also uncool. But like they most plagues are cool. You know, there's there's socially acceptable plagues. You're like AIDS in the eighties. How about that? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um and oh. but you can see them opening openly talking about you as you pass. Um They're you are cool. The subject of the town. The talk of the town, quite literally. And you go down. Rukail's house is not very far away. I think I said it was just a few doors down the hill. And you see, before you get there, that Harnett is currently standing in the doorway to that house, talking to oh, snap. Rukail. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Abort, 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 <laughs> abort mission. And it does not seem like a, a fun conversation. Should we try to hide in the bushes? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you find some bushes conveniently placed. We hide in the bushes and listen. And try to wait for him to leave. Uh, stealth check, please. Both of you. Look at those bushes. They're placed oh, just right. What'd you get? I start screaming, I guess. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> All right, we got a one. And I'm a... at the bushes! <laughs> I got an 11. <laughs> Don't look at these bushes! There's nobody you're... here! <laughs> you're like standing in the bush, no, but you're not you're, like in the bush. <laughs> you're in the bush. You forget that you're shiny, though. You're very shiny. Uh, and his Don't head's look just at me! <laughs> um... And you're not close enough to really overhear the conversation too much. Harnett is at the point of anger where he's talking very quietly. And moments later, he and Rukail come back up the hill in the direction of the hunting lodge and notice you attempting to hide in the bushes. Both of us? Both of you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. This is where we all die. And Rukail <laughs> says... What are you doing in there? 
Get out. Get out of the get out of the bushes. <laughs> Does Drawman start breaking down crying? I've got my hands like over my eyes. You can't You can't I can't see, see me. you. La 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 He's doing what I did when he get got beaten by, out by Thomas. The bushes. I'm not in the bushes. Now. I'm not in the bushes. Can't see I me. stand I up. I can't see you. So like half of me's in the bush. As sheepishly and, get out of the bush. And you remember, Rukhail, from yesterday. You remember that even when talking about serious, grave subjects, sad things that had transpired in his family history, there was still friendliness in him he was he was telling you something sad but he was telling friends and every trace of that is gone and replaced only by hardness in his voice and in his eyes and he says we'll talk about this in the hall and walks off and harnett walks off with him side by side up the hill I smack Drummond in his shoulder, like, come on, we get, we gotta go. Okay, yeah, let's go. And you follow them, and again, the people stay away from you but talk, and you return to the hall, and Harnett shouts something at the top of his lungs, and everyone scurries over chairs and over tables even to get out of here, either disappearing into rooms upstairs or on one of the side wings, or out the front door past you all. I don't have a good feeling about this, Drummond. It's not good. And he starts angrily pulling out chairs, two on one side of a table, and then two on the other side where he and his brother sit. And So Modril's here now too? No, Harnett and Rukail are brothers. Oh, I, so I Harnett totally missed that. And Modril and Rukail and Azra and the ghost... And many others are siblings. Well, gotcha. I mean, not so much the ghost anymore. <laughs> I could say that ghost busted. Who are you going to call? The Cuddle Buddies. Don't call us, <laughs> Call us. We suck. Almost died and definitely gone drunk. We can now say we're professional Ghostbusters. Ah, like, you don't have to be paid to do something professionally. That's why we didn't get paid to do this. Anyway. I mean, we did get armor out of it. Okay. No, that was more like we stole and, they, and looted and the Rukail place. And Rukail says, sit. Yeah, we. I sit. Yeah, me too. Boy. <laughs> Stay dead. <laughs> he says, good, good boy. Good girl. Tell me exactly. What you did. Why are you guys so angry? Did I not, last night, tell you the story of what happened in that place? Did I not tell you that that is where our family was corrupted into evil? Did I not tell you that that is where our father deconstructed into a beast? Where he slaughtered our brother where he 
he burnt down our family home. Did I not tell you these things? Or did you miss them? You did. We wanted to go check it out and adventure, add to our story. We had no idea anything crazy was going to happen up there. You said all that had happened years and years and years ago. It's not like we went up there looking for a fight. And you see him come close to losing his patience, but compose himself. And he says, in your world... When people die, you leave their bodies on the ground to be pecked at by birds. You, you let, you let death sit there, unaccounted for, unconfronted. No. What do you do then? We bury them. And does this burying have any significance? Kind of. It's like a, like an honor. So... If I went to where your mother was buried and I dug her up and poked through her bones and took her grave goods and I wore them out from that place in front of you and in front of your family, you would offer me dinner, you would invite me to stay, you would sing songs and play games with me all through the night. No, I guess not. We had no idea that that was a grave, though. You never told us that. It is where my brother died. It is where our family, as it was, died. It is a place that we have not touched in hundreds of years, which could not have been lost upon you, for you see the decay in every corner. Well, we, Draman, myself, and Thomas, who's barely breathing, are so sorry. We did not mean to cause offense or anything of that like. We were just looking around, waiting for people to to wake up. We had no idea. We were not trying to defile any kind of family relics or... You wore Uh, them out. You wore my sister's torque out of the building. Yeah, you you treasure found on the ground? Yeah, you kind of did that. You come here using the runes of the door, but you say you are not traitors. But if you ask me, you act so very like them. Attracted by glittery things. So, with that in mind, I ask you once more. Harnet, the master of this house, asks you once more. Tell me exactly what you did. Jarman? No, 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 no. (laughs) You're the one talking here, clearly. Um, I kick him under the table. Uh, um, so, how it happened was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna die. We're so gonna die. So what had happened? <laughs> we're so gonna die. Uh, okay, okay, okay. They're gonna kill us <clears throat> right here. 
Someone is going to pull a crossbow out and shoot us both in the head. And then they're going to go set him on fire. Uh, okay. And we will deserve it. Uh, yeah, we, we are pieces of garbage. Yeah, this was pretty bad. We should not have done this. It was all reactive, though. We reactively stormed your tomb. And shit <laughs> all over their graves. <laughs> and then, ha! Guess what? <laughs> Killed your dead brother again. He double tapped. He double dead. You seen zombie? Uh. <laughs> Always double tap. Your dad <sighs> did not kill him enough. We, we are the sure worst. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Just don't. <laughs> Listen. You never listen. You never oh, listen. That's your problem. Man, hit me right in the fifis. All right. Uh, so. Go ahead. What? Man. What a good time to want Thomas. No, we don't want Thomas. Can bullshit you would his make, way out of any situation. No, you would make this a hundred times worse. Probably. He'd be saying they're polishing the armor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you mean this? This is mine now. <laughs> no, and what you could say is, I want it fair in a fight. No, that's that's not, listen. Yeah, I prize fought your dead brother. <laughs> I said, gimme, and he said no, and I we, killed him. We ganked well, that Well, technically, he, he downed Thomas. <laughs> Thomas doesn't deserve the armor. Yeah, it's my armor. That's accurate. But you already got a nice armor, so. It doesn't matter. It that's falls how prize priority fights priority to the person that's the lowest health uh, and right. the weakest. Explain okay. <laughs> our way out of this. So... <clears throat> Again, I deeply, deeply, deeply apologize about the necklace. I had no idea. To us, this material is not worth much. I didn't take it out of trying to sell it for treasure or anything like that. It was just something I found. I had no idea that it was a family relic. So I deeply apologize for that. We were, as I said, walking around, exploring this home that you guys have while waiting for you guys to awake this morning. And we stumbled upon this house, and after listening to your story last night, we thought we would go in and just kind of see if we could use our imagination to kind of relive that. To... One, have history of it and learn more about your people and your family. And two, in order for us to learn more about this crazy world that we are in that we have no idea what anything is here. We talked about all of this last night. So that is on us. We take full responsibility on that. That we did do those things. I'm not trying to get out of that. However, when we were in there, a form appeared out of the shadows. Draman was the first one to see it, and then Thomas. I could not find it, and uh, for a while I was in disbelief and was making fun of them, until its eyes peered out of the shadows at me almost like piercing my soul. 
at that moment, we were, two of us were upstairs, one was downstairs, and we had come to find this chest. I don't know exactly what has, what happened up there. I was downstairs, and I was on my way up because I heard a scream. And the next thing I know, this shadow creature, or person, completely encased in almost like a shadow cloud with eyes, was attacking Thomas. We were only trying to defend our companion, our mate. We were not looking for a fight. We were not trying to do anything of any kind of nature of ill intent or ill will. We were simply defending ourselves. Thomas went down fighting because it was right on top of him. And we just are worried about him and would like someone, if anyone here can heal him or offer him assistance, that would be greatly appreciated. We also found armor in this room. And you see a temple vein twitch on Harnett's face as Rukail continuously translates and gets to this point. We have it for you. We assumed that it was important to your family. And again, I didn't realize that this, this was a tomb of any kind. Tombs in our world don't look like that at all. So if you want us to put it back there, we will put it back there, but we brought it here for you. There was no ill will or intent at all out of any of this. And a few moments later, Ruchel finishes translating. And they go silent for a moment. They do not look any less upset with you. They do not look any more understanding. Again, I am so, so sorry. And I kind of hang my head a little bit and then I kick Draman in the shins. <coughs> um, yeah, sorry. Really, really sorry. We're bad people. They talk to each other for a moment. And for that moment, it looks almost like Rukail pleads your case to Harnet, not out of compassion for you guys or anything. You can't tell why, but it looks like they are in disagreement. And Rukail turns back to you and says, you will return the armor immediately, as well as anything else you took from there. We didn't take anything else, but we will do that. And you can stay in this hall until tomorrow. Leave. And you will leave our family lands. Never to come back. Thank you. Seems fair. I get up and give a little kind of bow. As you get up, they turn away from you to not look at you. To not look at you both. Oh, dang. I kind of, as I get up, whisper to Draman, go try to heal Thomas so we can get out of here tomorrow. I'll go put the armor back.
Okay, everyone, before I let you go, I just wanted to say thank you as always for listening to the show. If you haven't already, tell your friends, your family, your coworkers about us, and get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at go underscore stronghold. Finally, remember that our next episode comes out in two weeks on Wednesday, the 10th of March. Until then, keep it nerdy.